Well, hello everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. We are on week two of a little series called Apostolic Leaders, seven key characteristics of the leadership style of apostolic churches. I'm super excited about this and uh, let me start off by reminding us what do we mean exactly by apostolic leaders. Well, here's my definition. Apostolic leaders are followers of Jesus with a passion to go and not stay, pioneer and not settle, and to send and not just to gather. And I believe the church, we need more and more. If we're going to reach the nations for Jesus, if we're going to be planting churches that plant churches, we need more leaders with a passion, not just for a comfortable uh, uh, Christian experience, but actually passionate, giving their lives to following Jesus. So second characteristic, last week we looked at the first one, the most obvious, most important one is a passionate love for Jesus. But this one is crucial as well. I want to talk about courageous, bold faith. That's what we're talking about. A key characteristic of an apostolic leader is a courageous, bold faith. So many people think that leaders don't feel fear. And if that's what you think, that's a lie. Break that lie right now. Leaders do feel fear. It's what we do with that feeling of fear that defines how successful and how fruitful we're going to be in life. Only difference is that leaders have chosen not to be controlled by fear. They face fears, but face them head on and refuse to allow fear to keep controlling their lives and holding them back from what God has called them to. But just as faith comes from hearing God, so fear comes from hearing the whispers of doubt, the flesh, and the devil. So who are you listening to? Are you giving more attention to the whispers of your own doubt and insecurities or the devil or your flesh? Or are you listening to what God has said? Overcoming fear is critical for apostolic leaders. Think about what it was like for Father Abraham when God called him. Leave your country, your people, your father's household and go to the land. Imagine the fears he would have faced going into the unknown, leaving everything that was secure, everything that was certain. He had to let go before he could step into the new. What about, uh, uh, imagine Paul, as Paul headed off on his first apostolic journey. He's just been prayed out, Paul and Barnabas, and they were sent off with the Holy Spirit. And, but now they're going into the complete unknown, never done this ministry before. What are they going to face? What opposition? But God was with them. They had to face their fears. The best example for me, though, is, uh, is Peter, because when we think about Peter, we don't, we don't see a man of fear. In fact, we see quite the opposite. Um, one of the classic examples in uh, Mark chapter 14, verse 31, when Jesus predicted that everyone would abandon him, and it says that, but Peter insisted emphatically, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the others said the same. I mean, what a statement of bravado. But less than 24 hours had passed and he disowned Jesus three times. And all of the others who said the same thing, they all scattered as soon as Jesus was arrested. Peter struggled with real fear. He put on a bold bravado on the outside. But what this tells me is a bravado type leadership is not enough. To do what God has called us to do, we need a supernatural courage, a supernatural boldness that's bigger than our personality, that's bigger than our extrovertness or whatever it is. We need the power of God transforming us and giving us a boldness and courage. And that's exactly what happened. Peter really thought he was brave, and yet he needed what only can come from the Holy Spirit. Have a look at Acts 4 verses 13. It says, When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Don't you love that? They saw the courage. 
where, where just a few days earlier, Peter had been disowning Jesus. Now, 40 days later, filled with the Holy Spirit, they are amazed when they see his courage. Now he's standing up, boldly preaching to the very people who'd crucified Jesus. That's what the Holy Spirit can do. In Acts 4 verse 31, at the prayer meeting, after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Out of that place of prayer, out of the place of being full of the Holy Spirit, the result was boldness to proclaim and to do what God has called them to do. Apostolic leaders need to take steps of faith into the unknown. That's what it means to be apostolic. It means pioneering. It doesn't mean following well-worn paths. It means creating new paths. And that means we have to be courageous. In front of every one of us, leaders, listen to me, in front of every single one of us is like a speed bump. If we want to step into the call of God, we've got to get over that speed bump of fear. Every one of us face it. It's just how we treat, how we deal with those fears that counts. Faith is not the absence of fear. Faith just needs to be bigger than fear. Remember David, I'm convinced David felt fear when he faced the giant, but his faith, his faith was bigger than the giant. That's it. Which is bigger, your faith or your fear? If we're going to step into the call of God, if we're going to be apostolic leaders, our faith needs to be bigger than our fears. So I find praying for supernatural courage has become one of my most prayed prayers. And I would encourage you as well, start praying daily. God, give me boldness and courage. So let me land with, uh, with some questions and then my answers to the question. Question one, what are some of the biggest fears you face in terms of the call of God on your life? Number two, what testimonies do you have of overcoming fears in the past? And number three, if you had no fears, how would your leadership be different? So is fear controlling you? And as I've reflected on them, first, what fears do I face? Fear of, of failure and fear of rejection. These are the two that I've wrestled with the most. I think most of us probably do, but certainly identify those are the ones that I wrestle with. Then uh, how did I deal with them or testimonies? I remember, for example, just before we, we planted the church that we're now leading, is, is God challenging me with this question? Would you still do this if it was going to fail? I mean, are you okay? Can you settle in your heart that actually, Lord, even if this fails, I still love you, will still serve you, will still follow you? And, and for me, there was a breakthrough moment. It's actually, Lord, I'm prepared to do it anyway. And, and if we're never going to be comfortable with failure as an option, then we're never going to do anything. You're always going to be playing it safe. Um, it took me quite a while to wrestle it through, but we found the same thing, even with the building projects. When you, when you look at millions and you're trying to get your head around numbers, Lord, what if it all fails? Lord, I trust you. We've got to go through those fears and not allow those fears to control us. Feels That fear, every time I get up to preach, I'm the nervous type. I get anxious, but actually, Lord, I know you, you've never abandoned me before, and so I know that I can trust you into the future. The last question challenged me. If you had no fears, how would your leadership be different? So is fear controlling you? Well, if I had no fear of rejection at all, I'd be way bolder preaching to strangers, sharing my faith with strangers. Uh, I'd be bolder in terms of wanting to lay hands on sick people or paralyzed people and trusting for healing. So when I thought about it, I realized, you know what? Fear is still trying to control the call of God in my life. And it's quite a sobering thought. And, and that's why I encourage you to do this exercise. Go through these questions. Is fear still trying to control the call of God upon your life? Let's deal with it. This is one of those things. Leaders, if we're going to be apostolic leaders, fear is not going to go away. We've just got to go right through the middle of it. May God give us the fullness of the Holy Spirit to be bold and courageous in Jesus' name. Well, hope that helps. Can't wait to uh, look at episode three with you next week. Until then, God bless and bye for now. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.